Femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Melania Sherepanina. Melania is originally from Kiev, but currently lives in Michigan in the United States. Melania is finishing her high school in America and planning to study political science or philosophy. She loves writing, working out, and going out with friends. Melania, how are you today? Hello, thank you. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy you're good. And I'm really curious about you, so I'll begin with this. You in the U.S. in a new high school, did you find it easy or difficult to make new friends? How different is it to make new friends in Ukraine compared to Michigan? Uh, Yes. So uh, when I first moved to the U.S., I experienced kind of cultural shock because mentality is very different from how it is in Ukraine and how people communicate with each other in Ukrainian school, for example. And in America, it's very different. People are more friendly and open at first, like they would smile at you or compliment you even if they don't know you, which was kind of weird to me at first because people in Ukraine don't usually do this kind of stuff. But uh, what was harder for me here is to actually get close to a person because all of my like close real friends, they all, they all are from Ukraine, they all are in Kiev right now. Uh, I have friends here, but it's harder to get closer to a person here than in Ukraine. This is how it was for me personally. Thank you, I understand. And that makes me think to know even more about you. Your friends in Kyiv, in Ukraine, if they could describe who you are, your personality, how would they describe you? What would they say about you? Uh, I think they would describe me as very loyal, friendly, fun, and also um, a type of person who would be always there for them, because There are a lot of people I know in my life or just people I'm talking to, but there is only few of them who are my actual close friends. And those few people, I will always be there for them and they know it. I will always try to support them as much as I can and like engage with their lives and listen to their problems and everything. Thank you. That's so interesting. And you spoke about how people can be in the beginning very open and compliment you in the U.S. Did you have any comments or experiences with the typical thing that many Eastern European girls have, which which is the resting poker face or bitch face where they look like they might be in a bad mood, even if they're happy like people? Did they say, oh my God, that girl looks angry even if you're not? Or... Are you smiling in the U.S. and trying to be positive 
and have a more good vibes in your mental health even after the difficult times yes it's actually funny because uh it's true maybe about people in eastern europe they don't smile as much as americans to strangers and i'm also not very used to this uh if i'm just somewhere in school or in public place or if i'm talking to people i don't know i would not usually smile at them because this is not something i'm used to and I actually had a couple of situations when my American friends or people I knew, they would ask me, am I sad or did something happen? But I was just in normal, regular mood. It's just not, I'm not used to be so like overly nice as Americans are. And I also think it's a little bit fake. So I would smile or show my like emotions when this is actually the way I feel. I understand. Therefore, also to ask you more, because two of the future things that you would love to study is political science and philosophy, which is usually the kind of person who studies that, likes to think a lot, to understand things deeply, to understand the psychology of other people. Does this describe you? Are you someone who's always observing trying to understand and make your own theories, etc.? Or why philosophy and why political science? Uh, yes, thank you. So uh, philosophy is something I'm interested in because I like to think about different topics. And also I'm the kind of person who really feels other people. Like I often can feel the energy of other people. And especially lately with the war and everything that is happening, I am thinking about a lot of different things and politics is something that cannot be separated from our everyday life, at least for me right now. And I want to learn more about this specific topic, to be more educated about this and be able to engage in different conversations, especially uh, about war in Ukraine right now. Thank you. And you spoke about being an empath and being able to feel the energy of people. When growing up, did you struggle with that, that sometimes if people are in a bad mood, they give you their negative vibes, you can feel them deeply and it's uncomfortable, or you think, what did I do? What, why did I make them angry, even if you didn't, because you can feel it? Or... Is it more of a superpower that when you feel it, you know what to do to give people a better mood or to help them in some way? Uh, yes, I definitely can feel people's energy uh, to this day. For example, if someone in a, in a bad mood, as you said, I I really can feel this vibe on myself, and I and I can start feeling bad too. But I try not to put it on myself and. If it's, for example, someone close to me or someone I love, I will try to talk to them or uh, try to help them. But overall, yeah, even if it's not a very close friend and they're going through something, I would usually feel this vibe and their energy, this negative energy on myself. Thank you. And how do you take care of your mental health there far away from Ukraine? Are you doing a lot of sports to feel 
good are you writing to express your emotions like with a journal or in any other way tell me more about how you keep yourself sane well when this time in ukraine's history is insane yeah this is a very good question because keeping yourself sane is definitely very hard right now and uh since the beginning of the war i actually i was in kiev this summer so i spent this summer in kiev and i was able to see my family and friends but since the when war started i was in michigan and it has been very hard uh for me since the beginning as for all ukrainians of course um what i do to try to stay somehow sane is i go to the gym and i try to work out a lot to take my mind off things also i do like writing and i recently wrote five different essays regarding ukraine for my english class and when i express my emotions on the paper it kind of helps me uh i try to meditate also uh yeah but i i really feel that i am not okay right now and it's okay to not be okay because the things that are happening you can't be okay with them and all ukrainians right now they need some kind of psychological help or a therapist and i really feel that i need this too but i don't have as an opportunity to get th- uh, therapy at the moment so i try to do at least something to somehow you know keep myself in in a better condition but yeah it has been very hard and but i'm trying to cope somehow i really hope and i wish for you that you can cope and overcome and get stronger and refill yourself with good vibes and to ask you you speak english very well i love how articulate you are and in my experience as someone who has lived in ukraine and in kiev although people study it at school maybe they don't have much practice or the educational system in english is not so um promoting this language to similar degrees to other places what did you do to develop your english speaking or did you go to the us it was difficult you didn't understand much but through perseverance and difficulties you improved and learned and got to a much higher level uh yes what helped me to learn english it's still not perfect but it's pretty decent what helped me to learn english to this level is Uh, being in english speaking environment also watching movies in english reading books in english but of course if you just study english as a as a subject in school uh, you would not speak as freely to speak english freely you definitely need to live in an english speaking environment and i i wasn't speaking english like this until i moved to the us because i was learning english in my ukrainian school i started learning english in fifth grade and i was also going to additional courses to improve my english but i still was not able to speak it freely uh so yeah what helped me is being in english speaking environment having friends that speak english 
uh, and if you are not consistently with people who speak this language, you will not speak freely, and it's okay. But uh, some tips that I can give to improve English is um, read in English. That's very important. Also watch films and even uh, maybe try to set your social media in English, like watch TikTok in English or Instagram, TikTok. Watching TikTok in English also kind of helped me. So, yeah. Thank you. And as a writer, how do you find your inspiration or even as an empath, are you someone who loves walks in nature and that fills you with inspiration to create something and express your emotions? Or is it the pain and the war that turns tragedy into creativity? Or is it working out? When you do work out, you feel that endorphin rush afterwards and that makes you want to write more, to express more, to be creative. Uh, yeah, recently what has been my inspiration for writing is uh, war and all of this pain, which I try to transform into creativity. This is what has been my most inspiration recently. But overall, I liked writing since I was a little child. And I could find my inspiration pretty much anywhere. When I was little, I would come up with like different scenarios in my head and come up with plot and characters and just write different stories. Uh, but sometimes I would find inspiration from some people that I met in my life or some situations that I had in my life. For example, I can meet some new people in certain period of my life and they are so cool and they are so nice. They can inspire me uh, to write about this certain period of my life. Honestly, it can be pretty much anything. But recently, all I can write about is only war. Um, and yeah, this has been... I can't say inspiration, but it's mostly it's the only thing that that is on my mind all the time. So most of my writings are about this right now. Thank you. And yes, I will ask you about the war. But first, you spoke about people. I'll ask two questions. One, when you create stories with characters, are you using that in order to analyze people, to understand the psychology of human beings? So that's one. And secondly, what makes people cool for you? Is it that they do some things they're passionate about? Is it that they have an energy you can feel that is special and good and positive and you love that? Or are there some characteristics or traits that make them your kind of person. So two, one, do you use stories and characters in order to understand people in general better? Is this something that you do? And what makes people attractive or cool for you? Is it energetic or kinds of traits or they wear cool clothes or they do adventures or something like that? Uh, okay, for the first question, uh... Not always necessarily I write about people to uh, analyze them or understand them better. Uh, usually it's just because they inspire me in some way or teach me something new or show, like, open some new qualities 
in me that I have not discovered before. But I, I don't think I usually try to analyze them on purpose. And for the second question, what makes them cool? It can be pretty much anything. I don't have any specific uh, cut, like characteristics, but usually it's lifestyle, uh, their way of thinking, how they perceive life, how they deal with problems. Uh, how they talk, how they communicate, uh, just their vibe in general. And if I feel like this person is like very, I don't know, open-minded and interesting and we have a lot in common and they can elevate me in some way, teach me something new and we can spend interesting time together, this person can inspire me and I can maybe write about them or they can inspire me to write about something else or write about this specific um, period of my life when I met them. Thank you. And I noticed you mentioned they open new qualities in yourself that you didn't even know you had. Can you explain that? Because some people might think, how can you have qualities you didn't know you have? Or some people will think, how do they open new qualities? What does that mean? How does that happen? Can you dive a bit deeper into this? Uh, so one example that I think um, can think about is, for example, maybe you met a new person and they are very hardworking and they always have their plan and they like to study they go i don't know to the library and they have a like exact plan what they will what they need to get done today and they have goals for their life and they can inspire you to try to look at your life the similar way to also set some goals or to like start setting small goals for every day and working more and before you met this person, you might even not thought about yourself in this way, or you just had a different lifestyle and you perceived yourself differently. But this person might open some like new qualities in you, and you might start analyzing your life more. Maybe thinking that oh, like I I can also try to live this way or I can also improve my life somehow. Thank you. I love how well you communicate, how effective of a, a communicator you are. And therefore, I'll ask you about the war. You wrote some essays. So it's two things. One, how was that February 24th for you? I think you mentioned you were in Michigan. How did you hear about the war? How did you feel? What did you worry about? And secondly, what were the topics of the essays you wrote? What kinds of things do you want to communicate to the world about this invasion and full-scale war that started February 24th? Uh, okay, first question about February 24th. Yes, I was in Michigan with my mom at the moment, so thankfully I had the privilege to be safe. But the rest of my family and all of my friends, they were in Kiev. Most of them were in Kiev. Some of them were in other cities of Ukraine, and they were not safe. And I remember this exact moment. It was five in the morning in Kiev, and for me it was evening. I was texting with my best friend who who's in Kiev and 
she texted me that she hears sirens and she thinks she hears explosions and something like this and i told my mom that oh mom my best friend texted me this do you think something is happening like do you think something is going on and my mom was like no i don't think so i think she's just overreacting or she's just panicking but then uh after like around 20 minutes or something uh my mom said my mom came to my room and she said yeah it started and we called all all of our relatives uh my mom called her husband i called also my dad my stepmom all of my my grandparents everyone who were in kiev and also all of my friends and we were talking and they were all of course panicking and in shock uh didn't know what to do it was a uh, horrible horrible evening and horrible condition and going to school the next day i didn't go to school the next day because i was just uh, laying in my room and crying and i didn't know what to do at all how to help because it's i i felt so helpless in this situation uh and but i had to continue to go to school uh, i could not stop going to school and it was very hard because most of americans they didn't they still don't get it they don't understand this they don't understand this war they don't understand this feeling when your country is being attacked, when your people are being attacked, they don't know how it feels. So, uh, and I was, and I was not able after February twenty fourth. I was not able to continue having fun or going out uh, or living as before with my American friends because my life changed upside down. So I was not able to do this anymore. Uh, yeah, it was. It was very hard, and it still is. But thankfully, I was I was able to visit Kiev this summer, and I was able to see everyone. So it was kind of a relief for me to see my loved ones. Okay, yes. So uh, one of the topics I wrote for my English class, uh, the topics of essays that I wrote for my English class recently, uh, one of them was my experience of coming back to wartime Kiev. I described my recent memories and my recent experience of coming back to Kiev this summer, how it changed, how war changed the way people live there right now and how different it is now from the way it was when I was living there before the war and when I was growing up there. And I described all of this in like in a lot of details. Uh, then the other one uh, essay that I wrote was about uh, a language, about Ukrainian language, and it was called uh, "My Language as a Resistance to Russian Colonialism." I wrote about how I am a Ukrainian speaker and how it was growing up in Russian, in mostly Russian-speaking Kiev. And how language right now is a very important topic, and a lot of previously Russian speaking Ukrainians are switching to Ukrainian language, and how it kind of is a gesture of resistance to this Russian aggression. Also, the other uh, and also the other essay I wrote is about uh, why 
Western pacifist feminism is harmful to Ukrainian women because a lot of Western feminists are against arming Ukraine. And I tried to explain why this is wrong and why I, as a Ukrainian feminist, this is harmful to me because not arming Ukraine means giving up and let Russian soldiers occupy all of the cities, which means more dead civilians and more uh, horrible things that we saw in occupied territories. So I tried to explain why this tactic doesn't work here and why we need more weapons. Thank you. I can really feel how difficult the experience is and was for you. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I'm Slava. Thank you so much, Milania, for this experience, for participating in this project. I wish you success. I wish you mental health. I wish victory to Ukraine. And I wish you good vibes.